Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. With podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the one and only Extreme Anime Radio podcast and to the unfortunate finale of our third season. All good seasons must come to an end. It is me, JR, and it is him, the Neff of Canucks. Hello, sir. Good evening. You make it you, you make it sound like, you know, I mean, it's not that there's a bad reason we're ending this. It's just, you know, <laughs> life must go on, and you've got a life that involves... A certain job that requires certain travel. Yes. That requires you to be, you know, away from your home for a while. Two months. And bully for you, sir, because if I had to do that, I'd be, you know, summarily going insane. Well, where I work, uh, I, it gets insane from time to time, but that's uh, that's for a whole other show, I think. <laughs> mm, indeed. So uh, we welcome you guys to season three's uh, finale once again. Uh, if you are listening to us on the podcast, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio, because uh, during the summer months, we're going to try to do some Twitch gaming streams at the very least. So we hope you'll uh, join us to participate in those. And uh, conversely, if you're watching us right now, you can download and listen to the audio versions of these shows at any time by going to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio now for the last few weeks uh we've been playing some new and interesting games that i think uh, if everything works out will definitely be in the summer game rotation and it includes the one that you introduced us to on monday oh yes use your words yes. and i i found it quite entertaining and it's just like the house answers are what kept nailing me <laughs> that, that, it's like okay no, this is not a house. I'm thinking, no, this can't be a house answer. It's too crazy. Mm. And it's a house answer. Yes. And I get nailed for points. <laughs> you think you uh, choose a nice, crazy answer that you think somebody wrote, and then it's a house answer. Um, so basic gist of it, uh, this is a game that's sort of like a mishmash of a lot of the Jackbox games we've been playing recently. It's um, straightforward. It was co-designed by Brentelfloss, who is a very popular YouTuber known for putting lyrics to old classic um, video game tracks. So you can look up Rental Floss on uh, YouTube. You'll see what I mean. Or you might recognize the name if I mention it. But he was the one that co-created this game. And yes, there are several rounds all the players go through where you are dubbing clips from uh, 
foreign films, not just B films like we played in What the Dub, but these are foreign films you have to kind of type out a dub for. And then uh, various other situations ending in a sort of family feud type scenario. And uh, yes, as it points out from the very beginning, you have to avoid what they call the house answers because if you choose an answer that the game wrote out or they typed out in advance, then you actually lose points. You get points when somebody chooses your answer, though. Um, and then there's something else called the uh, the house. Uh, what was it? The house decoy. So if mm. you get stuck, you select the house decoy, and if somebody selects the house decoy, you get half the points, um, and the person who chose the prompt loses half the uh, the allocated points in that scenario. So. Mm, yes. Delightfully twisted, I must say. I mean, I, I do miss the text to speech part, you know, when you're doing the, the, the subtitling of the of the various movie clips that yeah. what the double allows. Mm -hmm. But you read some of the answers, you're like, I don't think you'd be able to, you know, do text to speech on this. I really don't. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, that, what the dub and some of the Jackbox games, I think if I can get things up and running, uh, upstate, uh, those are definite candidates. If we wanted to do one or two or three game streams a week, um, we still have to figure out the schedule for that. And, um, so we will keep you informed. Uh, the only other thing we have right now planned is possibly a game stream Monday night. And then later in the week, next week, we're going to try if we can get some people on board flying with the Sarahs, uh, which is an informal Q&A session where uh, some of the cosplayers of Sarah Yoshida are passengers as I fly Flight Simulator. And of course, Nephew are a passenger as well. And um, we'll fly somewhere. We can do like a short hop around Japan. We could do an actual airline-type flight. Um, we can figure out how we're going to spend our time flying around. And um, if we can get that together by next week, we'll announce uh, when that's going to happen. If not, then hopefully it will happen in September after I come back home. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, this computer that's in front of me right now is something I'm going to be missing for about two months. <laughs> Well, you you do have your smaller one, although I'm trying to think. Is it roughly the same specs? Eh, not quite, to be honest. Mm. Maybe I yeah, could pull it off uh, if I can maybe. I'm thinking of maybe a, a, another webcam. I'm not sure because I know the laptop webcam is junk. The Razer that I have is not too bad, but uh, the frame rate leaves much to be desired i've noticing from my experience mm. the problem is of course with everybody working from home higher end webcams are almost impossible to find still so you're sort of stuck with whatever you got still in this day and age right still from what i can t from what i can tell i mean i'm running a logitech webcam it was fairly high end in its day but you know it is only 30 frames per second so yeah you can catch a bit of stuttering depending on, you know, how things break. Right. Uh, by the way, as you can see from, uh, at least from my background, we have a full moon out tonight, and that is to celebrate the birthday of Sailor Moon and Sailor Chibi Moon, for that matter. They both uh, celebrate the same birthday. Um, so we're going to have a nice little treat for you guys after the podcast, for those of you watching on Twitch right now. I have put together a Sailor Moon-themed Quiplash. So Quiplash is one of a few Jackbox games that allows you to create your own episodes. So I created uh, a whole series of Sailor Moon-themed prompts, which are hopefully more or less uh, safe. There might be a few prompts in there that will leave you scratching your head, but uh, the answers leave much to be desired, hopefully. So... Once we're done with the podcast tonight, we're going to go ahead and give that a shot. And Nev, I know you're looking forward to that. I'll say this. No matter how innocent you make the question, 
You don't know what the contestants will do with it. Exactly. <laughs> Believe me, I am a prime example of that. <laughs> and so we're going to be uh, playing that after the show. Meanwhile, Neff, uh, looks like uh, you're in front of uh, a various high school academia. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, UA Academy. Now, let's see if I can move so you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Oh. I shouldn't do that because I just had an adjustment at the chiropractor. I do that move. It feels like I need another one. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't been to a chiropractor since the pandemic started. I got to get a mosey on soon because I can feel my feet and my ankles are starting to go. Ouch. (laughs) Ooh, that's that's not a good sign now. Maybe while I'm upstate uh, during one of my days off, I can figure out uh, a good chiropractor to go to up there. But Yeah, uh, in fact, my, my appointment this week was with my chiropractor's stand-in, because he took a week off. Oh, great. The stand-in is a nice, a nice doctor. You know, she, she knows her stuff, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Normally, I go twice a week, but with her, it's like one, because if I try two... Then by the time I'm back to the regular doctor, he's like, what happened? <laughs> and all I can say is, your substitute? And he's like, ouch. Blink, blink. <laughs> blink, blink, indeed. So, Neff, the, uh, the gist of uh, tonight's show, I think, I wanted to talk to you and everybody hear your thoughts about uh, what happened in the last week. Because a few days ago, you took that uh, voice acting course online. So please tell us how that went. Okay. Uh, It's the Sunny Strait voice acting class. Of course, it's the beginner class. Mm -hmm. Um, And Sunny Strait, for those who don't know, is a well-known voice actor, director, uh, has done, has many, many credits to his name. Uh, if If I tried to read them all off, we'd be here into... Uh, our gameplay so we're gonna not do that (laughs) (laughs) but uh what i will say is this he was very gentle with the newbies there were at least i think there were there's one other complete newbie Mm -hmm. but then there were some people who actually have some experience both in theater and actually you know getting parts so it was an, an interesting mix of you know those who know what's going on and you know me who's like deer in the headlights oh god here comes the oncoming train (laughs) (laughs) now in preparation for all this okay and this was my first mistake uh he had said okay i want you to get a five minute monologue memorize it not to the point where you can recite in your sleep but so that you can do it without stumbling over your words now you see i didn't know where to find these monologues (laughs) at least ones that wouldn't you know run afoul of maybe you know getting in trouble copyright wise etc so i go looking and my google foo completely sucks when it comes to this stuff, you know, mm. five minute monologue free. And I came up with only a few choices. Mm. So I end up choosing Carl, who is a cowboy. And is gives a five minute monologue as he's apparently out in the desert. He's chasing someone and lost them and is about to expire by the sounds of it. By the when you read it. Oh, boy. Now, the trick was. I knew it had to have some type of accent, but I knew if I went too far, they'd be like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> you know, you don't want to do William Shatner here. <laughs> oh, no. Which is, you know, overact, overact, overact. Right. So I kept it as toned down as I could. Now, the first time I went through it, and this was ever, with almost everybody the same thing, we were reading it, right? As much as we were trying to put the emotion into it. So... It came across as pretty flat mm. to, to, to Sonny and his engineer. So he was giving us tricks about, okay, how do you get certain emotions to come out on command, right? And sound believable. Now, here's where my personal experience also made it a little wonky. And I had to explain in the chat box, because we did this all over Zoom, to the other participants. When he said, think of your most painful memory as you're reading this line it was about something about you know the pain of losing somebody etc etc so and then i dig and i really dug in this case i went back to for those of you who may or may not recall i broke my hip many years ago 
and that period of time and that level of pain. So I do the line and he's like, okay, do it again, but dial it back because you're going too far this way. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'll dial it back. And in the chat box, I'm explaining, okay, sorry, that was, you know, there there was a reason it came out as harsh as it did. (laughs) Oh, no. And the first two days, we were focused on the acting part, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's the real meat of it because... You can learn to read lip flaps pretty easily, as we discovered in the last session uh, on the third day. But the acting is what gets you to that point where, okay, you can deliver a script, be believable as you're delivering the script, mm. whatever it happens to be. All right. Right? Now, I will say this. He, originally, he said to us, okay, hold up your phone, your iPhone or whatever, and point at the screen and then, you know, read the lines as they as we've sent them to you. Okay. I tried that first of all. No, can't do it because it's too many hands that I don't have. Right. So I end up using a piece of software that lets me record what's going on on the screen. And allowed me to be in a corner because I have a webcam. So I was able to read, see what's going on read the script in my hand and I'm in the corner. So at least I know what's going on and they can see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to work pretty well. The, the trick was though, one of the exercises he gave us, which was the last one. And I think the toughest one mm-hmm. was dubbing a, not a live action. Cause live action was actually not bad. It was dubbing an animated feature where it's like, I'm pretty sure it's one of the ones where they actually do the actors, they film the actors, and then they, you know, animate based on that. Mm. It was a scene from Frozen. <laughs> Olaf, the, the snowman, the, the little guy. Oh, boy. And I had a devil of a time because he talks in a specific pattern mm-hmm. that I was having a real, tr- real trouble time trying to get, you know, to, to go through my head. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when he's talking about yellow snow. And that that's the other problem. The, the line threw me on top of this. So I'm trying to match lip flaps and talk about yellow snow and do a giggle on command and not lose my mind. And I realized, wow, <laughs> this is challenging. This is this is, you know, not insane, but it's challenging. So that's basically you mentioned is that the reverse of what they do because normally you would uh oh no you have to they do the animation then you have to is that that's normally the case yeah in other words you do the animation first and then you dub over that mm. see and the trick with anime is because the japanese is completely different than the english the writer has to write the script to fit the flaps and then you have to act to fit the flaps right which in the dubbing exercise was challenging only because not only was this particular character, I think it was from Black Clover, I think. I can't even remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that at one point, or no, it was something else. Anyways, you not only had to act, you know, give your lines, then there was a pause, and then you had to, like, grind your teeth, or simulate it, of course, and then let out a blood-curdling scream and hold it. Okay, without hurting yourself. Oh, no. Well, okay, no. Okay, some of us didn't quite put the oomph into it because, of course, you don't want to hurt yourself. Mm. Others went to the other extreme where it was like, okay, you're probably drinking something right now to try and soothe your burned throat because you have just burned your throat to all to, <laughs> to, to hate, right? Me, I was somewhere in the middle because I did it, but I didn't do it quite as long as they wanted. Mm-hmm. But the problem was they, what they gave us, they didn't tell us, okay, do it for X amount of time. It was just like follow the screen. And I went, you know, as long as I could physically do it without, you know, right. pushing too hard. Yes. And I was, I was promptly, as soon as I was done, you know, I did it about three, four times before I had to take, I was satisfied with, but after that, I'm like <laughs> trying to, you know, get my throat not to feel like I had, you know, thrown a hot poker down there. Oh man. Now, when you mentioned about the flaps, I'm dumb because I, I totally forgot. Yes, this is in Japanese first, and then comes the English. 
<laughs> well, okay. And then we dubbed a live action that wasn't Japanese. It was some. It was something weird, mm. and that was interesting because you you got some in, you got some of the exposure to off camera, where. You can say it however you want to, really, because there's there's no lip flaps to be seen. But then you immediately have to get into okay, now you're following lip flaps. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be able to give the first part, and then transition smoothly into, and now you follow the lip flaps, mm-hmm. which is gotcha. which is as I said, quite a challenge because you're because when you're off camera, you can do whatever you want, and then all of a sudden, nope, now you're in the lane, stay there. I can see Neff's voice uh, being lent to those uh, foreign 1970s B-films. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, because Uh-oh. one of the other episodes or exercises we were doing, they sent us a range of characters mm-hmm. and their lines and said, pick a couple or one that you really want to do, and then hit me with it. So I look and I'm going, okay, can't do this one to save my life. Can't do this one to save my life. This one, I'll probably end up William Shatnering it and just overact because mm-hmm. it was a scene from Earthworm Jim. And yeah, Earthworm Jim, if you've ever seen this 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 animation, it's insane. It's bizarre. And yeah, I would have just chewed scenery. That, that and would I qualify, figured, no, yeah. I don't want to do that for this. <laughs> so I end up choosing a character from a Disney flick um, it was a fox and a top hat. I can't remember what the, I can't remember what it was. So I deliver the lines, and the first thing Sonny says is, "Yeah, I was pretty sure you were going to choose that character." <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> I'm already typecast. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, at least now, so... you, is that is that the line that you'd be going for now if you were going to make a career out of this? Well, it's like okay. If what if what I get is you know cliche anime villainy as my job, <laughs> eh, could be worse, you know. Yeah, I could end up you know the best friend who gets friend zoned and then you never see him after two episodes. Mm-hmm. There's no money in that. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Flax wanted to know if you could do voice acting now in French as well as English. No, I don't think so. No, I only know enough French flax to follow a hockey game for my <laughs> acting in French. <laughs> Although, speaking of French, aha, uh-huh, well, since the French, you know, and the Swiss met, and... Oh, yes, that was yeah. a very, very interesting clash. In fact, the clash of Euro 2020 so far, by some measures. By some measures, yes. Let's just say the entire second half of the game, I am bouncing off the walls... The extra time, bouncing off the walls again, penalty kicks. By this time, I am literally just writing my will and epitaph and going, okay, I'm dead, we're dead, we're dead. <laughs> and then by the time they get to Mbappe for the French, I'm like, okay, he's going to tie it, and then we're going to go to sudden death, and he misses. Wow. Cue me screaming like a banshee. Cue every Swiss citizen who's in the Gravetron area probably just fainting at this point. Because <laughs> we're like, what? Wow. We, we we just beat the world champs? Excuse me? Huh? <laughs> and I, I was reading, uh, apparently he wrote on Twitter after the game profusely apologizing for missing the goal or something like that. Well, to be, f- to be fair, I don't think it was necessary to profusely apologize. Maybe kind of go, oops, but <laughs> profusely apologize? I mean... By this time, don't forget, he had played the entire 90 minutes, mm. the entire extra time, so you're up to two hours, mm-hmm. and then you're cooling down until it's, your turn to, until it's your turn to shoot. So I really can't say that he did anything wrong. He just didn't score. All right. But... So, you know, but now Switzerland gets Spain on Friday morning. Well, Friday, 12, 12 noon Eastern time. So, right. you know, they start yapping about it at 11. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have no time for the Swiss. They're basically already putting the Swiss in the box. And I'm going, you tried that with France. You might want to back off a little bit just in case. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, you were telling me uh, how you celebrated the Swiss's victory. 
Yes, that's right. I broke into an 18-year-old bottle of Kirsch, which is basically a cherry liqueur, uh, 40% alcohol, so 80 proof. Mm-hmm. And I have a little shot glass that I use to measure my drinks. Right. And it goes first period, second period, third period, because it's meant for hockey, but then it goes overtime. I drank overtime. <laughs> and at 40 proof, that hits like a freight train. Mm. I finished it and it was just like, oh, yeah, now I remember why I don't drink this stuff as much as I used to. Whoa. <laughs> so you have some of that left in case you need it on Friday, don't you? Oh, yes, indeed I do. <laughs> and uh, like I said, should they manage it? It will be like, uh, what? Okay, now you've killed two major soccer powers on your yeah. way to the final. Mm. <laughs> Call the wonders what a smash nef is like. Well, JR's had experience with semi-smashed. Completely smashed, he hasn't seen. Uh. Because I do I do know my limits, and I do stay beyond them, you know, when I'm in polite company. Yeah. In polite company, however... <laughs> My friends could tell you stories, including me bouncing off a closed glass door. Oops. <laughs> and on that, that note, one re- go yeah, on. go ahead. I was gonna say, I was say that ended up with me flat on my back, my limbs in the air, and a and a portable electric drill in my hand. We're gonna let our my, my- podcast listeners sit on that for a moment. And I'm going to let you finish that explanation when we come back from this commercial break. This is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R slash Anime Radio. We're back here on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I'm Neff. No, I'm JR, and he's Neff. We thank you for joining us. It's only the season three finale, folks. Come on. Who's been drinking, me or you? Oh, gee, no, you're the one drinking. Okay, you ran into a glass wall. You had you had a drill in your hand. Okay, th- this happened many years ago. We had some. I had some friends over. We were they were doing costuming because my place is big, central mm-hmm. to most of our our locations. So I was saying, okay, you want to crash at my place and do what you got to do here? No mm-hmm. problem. All right. So at one point, a couple of them closed the sliding partition between my living room and my sunroom. Okay, but what had happened throughout the evening is that people had brought out various alcohols, and they were sampling. Some of them didn't like what they were drinking. Mm. Me. I'm not quite as particular. Right. So I kept imbibing because I wasn't really doing anything other than mm-hmm. watching anime. So I was like, okay. Brum, brum, brum. And then at one point they ask, one of them asks for a drill. And I'm like, hold on. I have a battery operated drill. Let's see if it still works. So drag it out, plug it in for about half an hour. And I figure, okay, the battery's ch- charged by that time. And I've still been drinking during this time, mind you. Mm. So, I come staggering out of where I had plugged this in, which was the kitchen, staggering out into the living room, going towards the sunroom, and bounced off the door to the sunroom because they closed it on me. I didn't know. (laughs) And I was, at that time, so blitzed, I couldn't tell. And so I went, boing, (laughs) fell back, end up, like I said, back on the floor, Limbs in the air, drill in my left hand, and all I could do at that point, after I sort sort of regained my senses, I pulled the trigger on the on the electric drill. See, it works. <laughs> Cue my friends laughing. 
cue the, per- cue the friend who had gone to bed because it was late at that point. They had said, okay, look, I'm going to finish my stuff in the morning, whatever. They end up waking up, coming out of the second bedroom, seeing me on the floor like a turtle with a drill in my hand. <laughs> They've never let me forget that. Oh, man. And how long ago was this? Um, It's got to be close to seven, eight years now. Wow. Every every so often they bring they break that out and I'm like yeah 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 <laughs> you know and it's like I, I'm one of these people where weird things happen sometimes bad things but weird things as well did I ever tell you the story about Pimp Daddy Moroku and the offer I got made while I was driving I don't think you've heard this story so I'll make it quick. We're driving along, and I've got a fr- I've got a friend who's going out of my north. She's with she's with a group a, tr- a troop of uh, girls doing an act, mm. and they sa- and she says to me in all seriousness as I'm driving, "How would you feel about Pimp Dad Moroku getting dry humped by girls on stage?" Cue me turning the wheel and turning to her. I literally and I had to jerk, jerk the wheel back because I nearly I nearly curbed the car. I'm like, what? And so she explains, you know, what that actually means. And I'm just going, (laughs) as I'm driving, going, okay, can we, can I park this car before we continue this conversation? Because right now you've blown my brains out. (laughs) (laughs) And that, and that's how, if you look on YouTube, you can find this video. It's there. I'm on, I am getting, you know, or Pimp Dan Roka himself is getting, you know, serviced. Blink, blink, what? So, uh, Beta in the chat room says, Pimp Daddy Moroku is involved. That is all that needs to be said. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and as I say, that was, that was his debut back in 2004. So that's a long time ago, folks. That's now, wow. dear God, 17 years. Time flies when you're having fun, huh? Indeed. <laughs> or should I say, Indeed. Okay, okay. (laughs) Let's leave him in the closet. Door's closed. The padlock's on. The boards are in front of the door. He ain't getting out. It's only the end of June. Come on. (laughs) But, um, well, uh, we're getting close to the XAR Podcast PG-13 edition. No, 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 no. When you go to our Twitch page, you get a prompt saying some content may not be suitable for mature audiences. So, yeah. We will just leave it at that. I would say some content may be not for immature audiences or mature audiences, depending on how your point of view goes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, before we uh, before we kind of wrap things up on the Season 3 Extreme Anime Radio podcast, let's talk about what's happening in Japan right now. COVID cases are going up, and they're still holding an Olympics in a few weeks. And... There's a Canadian connection to all this. Uh-oh. And a very interesting one. You might have seen this story. Um, there was a Canadian boxer who was unable to qualify last year because she had become, for the Olympics, because she had become pregnant and was now with had a child. And this year, they were saying, you can't bring the child with you. And she had to appeal to the uh, to the uh, governing body for sport, huh. and ev- eventually the Japanese gave in. Wow! Because because they had said to her point blank, "You can come, but your kid stays home." That child is still breastfeeding, and would have had to have been away from their mother for twenty eight days. Wow! Yeah, I, I'm reading the stories about families not being permitted in. And I don't think um, Flax mentions IOC. Uh, I think it's uh, it comes down to the Japanese government and immigration enforcing those quarantine rules, basically. Well, yeah, but you're 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 talking about a mother and child. Oh, yeah, child who is still breastfeeding. So whoever made these rules didn't think mm. of the outlier, and that's the problem with rules. Unless you think of the outlier, you're gonna you're gonna run into it. it. It's a matter of fact, right? 
Um, so that was that was, shall we say, a bit of a kerfuffle. Right. And as I'm, you know, reading the story, I'm going, I want to find the official who said no, mm-hmm. and beat them about the head with a wiffle bat. Right. But uh, it's uh, it's getting too close now to the Olympics. Um, they still say that they're going to have a limited number of spectators from within the country, but there are also news that Japan may have to declare its fourth state of emergency over the virus now. Four. <laughs> well, I mean, there there has been talk that, you know, as we emerge from the third wave up here, we have to be very careful so that we don't end up at a fourth. Right. Now, the good news is most of us have got... Well, majority of us who are eligible have gotten our first stab, and we're about thirty nine percent, I think, on the second. That's good. I'm going to be joining. I'm going to be joining that percentage over the weekend. Oh, because I'll be getting my second stab on Saturday. Mm. Oddly enough, at my alma mater. Oh wow! Because there's a pop up clinic being held there, um, so that place will be one last time painful for me. Hmm. Not just, you know, paying money. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you recover quickly after that second shot when it uh, when it happens. Yeah, well, I've, I've this time, just like last time, I've got the fluids. I've got mm-hmm. the painkillers. I just have to go back to work. I just have to, quote, unquote, go back to work mm-hmm. on Monday because I've been off for two weeks. Ah. See, I could have actually gotten the shot last week. Mm-hmm. But it would have probably interfered with the classes I was taking. I and since I paid for them, mm. you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I actually took them and right. that I was actually conscious for them. Right. Yeah. But, um, but no, reading about the situation in Japan um, with regards to the Olympics, apparently there is uh, some talk on social media, and I read this on Soda News, uh, of an apparent hint coming out of the Olympic Stadium in Tokyo because passers-by allegedly have been hearing some music that could potentially be used for either the opening or the closing ceremonies. I would assume it's for the opening ceremony. But uh, apparently some of the music that has been heard, and I would understand they're probably keeping this under wraps as best as they can, so People watching the opening ceremony can go, ooh, ah. Um, People have apparently heard the game theme to Dragon Quest and Evangelion songs. Well, Evangelion songs? I'm going, how many of them would you consider happy (laughs) or joyful? Are there any? No. So I'm going, if they're using Eva music, I'm not sure what kind of message they're trying to send anymore. Because <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> a Cruel Angel thesis. No. I know. I know I've let you down. No, no, not that one. <laughs> not come sweet death. No, 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 no. Come sweet death. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gads. But uh, no, uh, I'm happy to hear that there's going to be some sort of uh, anime connection, supposedly, in the Olympics opening ceremonies. Um, to be honest, if anything, I would have done either one of two. I would do one of two things if I was you know, in, in charge of this. Mm. It would either be Mario Brothers, because everybody knows that music. Oh, yeah. Absolutely everybody. Or Pokemon. Those, are, those would be the two where it's like worldwide instant recognition hmm you know that would make sense anything else and you you generally now skew towards a subset of fans Mm -hmm. who may or may not be watching the olympics right 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 so you know as much as we'd love to hear cowboy bebop's tank you know being played as the opening ceremonies of the olympics i can't see it happening oh that would be epic though wouldn't it if they played Moonlight and Sensu, you'd lose your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see poor JR's brain go. Pfft. 
And that's why I'm recusing myself from the uh, from the gameplay tonight. <laughs> well, I, I just laugh because I'm going, knowing how NBC plans to cover the games and knowing how we'll cover them up here, you would get at best maybe, you know, one or two minutes of anything, you know, anime related before the NBC talking heads start. We'll be back after this commercial message. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be chopped up and all that fun stuff because, and I say this with all, you know, respect, American sports broadcasters and Olympics. No, no, it's just, it, it it's too much like a product right. and it is a product, but it's right. too much, you know? I I'm reading somewhere, actually, I thought I read this, that NBC is going to be airing the opening ceremonies twice. Uh, when it happens live, which means there'll be fewer edits, and then again in prime time. Well, okay. Now, figure it this way. It's a 13-hour difference, right? 14, right 14, now. 14. Okay. 14 hours Eastern time zone, which is the majority of the NBC audience, likely. Mm -hmm. So, okay, 14 hours, and if they start at probably maybe 7 p.m. local Japanese time, mm -hmm. something like that. Right. So they're 13 hours. Are they 13 hours ahead or behind? I can't even remember. They are 14 hours ahead. Ahead. Ahead, that's right. So if it's 7 p.m. Japanese time, it would end up being... About 5 a.m. for us. Yeah, I can't see that ending. Yeah, 5 a.m. No, nobody's going to be up at 5 a.m. You'd have to preempt the early show. <laughs> or do what I do. DVR the over-the-air feed. That's what I would probably end up doing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually lucky because I can actually record both the American and the Canadian feeds simultaneously. Mm. So I'll record them both live and see how they do. Mm -hmm. And I'll do I might do a word count and see how how much many more how many more words the Americans use. <laughs> um I have to look into my house. I might get uh YouTube TV that my landlady gave me a couple of years ago which I believe has a DVR function. Uh mm -hmm. but worst comes to worst, I'm also going to bring my Apple TV. Uh on a side note, uh in the coming days or weeks, I hope to enter officially into the iPad family. I'm looking for an iPad. Ah, so are you going large iPad or small iPad? Uh, well, I guess the medium size of what they offer. Um, I'm so actually the ten inch one. Yeah, I'm looking at the Air. Yeah. Okay, so you're not so you're not going for the latest and greatest then. No, the latest and greatest is way out of my wallet. <laughs> Ah, your wallet only lives once, and now it does. <laughs> no, uh, the iPad Air seems to have the best of both worlds without breaking the bank, so I think that's to be the one I go for. Yeah, the only trick is, and I'll say this with all sincerity, get as much storage you, as you can afford. That's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get the because... the iPad Air does uh, 64 gig and 256, and theoretically, well, maybe I could skimp on the 64 gig because I also have the iCloud storage, it probably would help if I get the larger anyway. No, you, you'd find yourself banging your head against the wall fairly quickly at 64 gigs mm. because what'll happen, especially if you start downloading manga and stuff that mm. you buy, right? Uh, you, you will find that you're going to eat up the storage reasonably quickly. Right. So the uh, right before or after I make the trip is when I'm going to go, but I was, um, uh, I was able to hop into the uh, Apple Store uh in my neck of the woods here yesterday to get a feel for the uh, for the iPad Air. It's very, very thin. Very thin. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Air is actually a very nice, thin piece of machinery. The only reason I ever went with the, the Pro was because the larger screen. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm much like, oh, I can see this without straining. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm looking actually for something that could be sort of a companion for when I'm home to all the electronics I have. But also, eventually, if I travel, I might be looking for something that would replace my laptop. And so if I start with the iPad Air 
and then later get one of the Apple keyboards that goes with it, then I think I'd be set. Yeah. Now, you can use a third-party keyboard. You don't have to necessarily get Apple's thing. I mean, I have a third-party keyboard that actually can do Windows, can do iOS, can do Android. Okay. I'm using it for my TV right now with the computer I have attached to it. I see. Uh, but I can use it for that. Uh, I, I find, honestly, that the Apple keyboard itself is a nice design. Mm -hmm. But for actually typing on it, yeah. Just right. mushy and just not, not what I'm looking for in a keyboard. It's a Mac keyboard. <laughs> well, I don't know. They, maybe they just – the key travel is too too little. Mm. And for me, it feels like you know I'm not actually getting anywhere until I see like pushing a character and then a zillion characters run across the screen. You're like, whoops, right. too hard. Yeah. But no, my, uh, my primary focus when I get upstate is to just uh, get the iPad um, and – just on its own, and then I'll worry about the accessories later, I think. Well, I would recommend a cover. Oh, yeah. You know, that's one thing I would recommend. Do not go without a cover because even though in theory, you know, the glass is pretty tough. Right. Ah, no. I've I've had a few close calls with the cover on, so I'm like, yikes, if yeah. it didn't have the cover on it. Ooh. I'm, I'll look probably for a cover and maybe even a, a screen protector, too, just to give a little extra insurance. Yeah, I mean, the screen protectors are nice, but I have problems putting them on. I just end up with bubbles. <laughs> so I just I just worry about a cover that's thick enough that'll, you know, right. take a bump or a bruise. That's why when you order these uh, these screen protectors online, they come in, like, uh, packs of three or four. So if you mess up on one, you can go to the second one right away. And the third one and the fourth one, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> well, uh, season three... A year and a half of uh, the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, and I think almost a year that we've... I'm trying to think. Maybe it's not quite a year yet, but uh, I think it was November, right, that we started on Twitch? Think so? Mm. You know, the, the the days and the weeks and the months tend to blend together. I mean, with June the 30th, half of 2021 is gone, folks. Oh, yeah. That that frightens me. It's like half a year is gone. Where'd it go? Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, look, today it's Sailor Moon's birthday, and it's almost it's now less than six months until Christmas and the holidays, you know? And less than three hours for our Canadian listeners and viewers until Canada Day. Oh which yes. Of course is marked this year with a bit of, you know, not so nice news. About COVID? No, this would be uh, the residential schools, the former residential schools, and the unmarked graves that have oh. been found. They keep finding more oh, in various geez. other places now. Yeah, that's so, sad. Yeah. So, needless to say, I think this Canada Day will be a lot more subdued, right? Despite uh, certain, you know, people trying to, you know, rah 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 around the flag. But as I said to at least one or two of them, mm. that we have to remember these poor kids who never got a chance to live their lives right you know they weren't given the the opportunities we got mm. so yeah so it it is uh tough to turn the page on that note but uh we mm. will now go on hiatus uh for the extreme anime radio podcast but as i've kept saying over the last few weeks um we hope to keep our twitch streams active at least once or two times a week uh, just playing some games, um, some things that are basic. Maybe if I can get it rigged up, uh, I can hook up my Nintendo Switch and we could try some things off of that. We'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, for the short term, it will probably just be more like the trivia games we've been playing, such as What the Dub, Use Your Words, and Jackbox. Um, we'll keep you apprised of everything through our various uh, social media outlets. And I think with that, Neff, uh, we will take it to the closing commentary now. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this Twitch stream or any of our podcasts here on Extreme Anime Radio, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. You can reach us out on social media by going to our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash anime radio. 
You can check out our archive pod- podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. And you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our Discord channel, and our YouTube channel. And uh, if you want to follow all the latest about when we're going to do our streams, uh, the primary location we announced it is in our Discord. So please, please, please be sure to follow our Discord by uh, going to our link tree and uh, clicking on the link going through there. Um, we'll also have, hopefully, some new uh, projects with regard to our mascot, Sarah Yoshida. So please be sure to look forward to that when it comes out. And, um, well, the evening's only halfway done if you're watching us on Twitch right now because we're going to get set up in just a few moments to play Jackbox. Neff, uh, Season 3 finale. Any uh, parting words or continuing words for that matter? I was going to say, uh, three seasons in, we're still going strong. You still have all your hair. I don't have any of mine. So nothing nothing changes. <laughs> I, I'm a little lazy. I think I'm going to let this grow a couple more weeks before I finally uh, do something about it. Have we been disconnected? Oh, no, oh. You, froze, you froze momentarily. Okay, so it was my end for some reason. Hey, Sonic, uh, that was your cliffhanger right there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody real quick for their support of Extreme Anime Radio and of the podcast uh, in these uh, last few months, and especially this season. Thank you to everybody watching us on Twitch. Thanks to all of you who are listening to us on the podcast Thanks to all of you who are um, supporting us in various ways, uh, Discord supporters, Twitch supporters. Uh, we really appreciate your um, support of what we do and uh, what we are doing as far as these uh, podcasts and Twitch shows are concerned. Uh, as far as the podcast goes, we will see you in September. But as far as Twitch goes, hopefully this little party will go on all summer long. So again... Please follow us on social media, especially our Discord, for all the latest updates. Okay, it is Twitch time uh, for gaming, but as far as the podcast goes, we will see you in the fall. Until then, for NephimeJR, thank you for listening, thank you for watching, thank you again for your support, and as always, remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme Podcast, which we'll see you in September, but don't forget, summer Twitch streams, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.